Hello. Hi everyone. That was your bit, wasn't it? Hiya. Sorry. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. I'm fine, me. Glad to hear it. How's Reginald? Uh, tired. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Good little face. I've been taking him on morning runs, and he's um. Hating it. Yeah, he's um he's tired. Only little morning runs. <laughs> Just yawned on my finger. <laughs> that was brilliant. Goodness only knows what he's gonna do. Mm. You've moved. Sorry. We're trying to record the podcast this week so that you can all see it in different situations. And I got Phil set up at the perfect angle and he's moved. I'm not a statue. Well, be a statue. Because no, it's not right. Looks like it's like part of your beard. Go over there. Go over there. <laughs> Try and dead out here, Phil. It's all very difficult, isn't it? It's all... Honestly, this is why we keep everything simple. Mm. Life it's... should be simple. Yeah, well, we're not very good at complicated stuff, are we? Not really. Yeah, every time we try and make the podcast more complicated than it needs to be, we stop doing it. Yeah, you'll notice there's one YouTube episode out there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. It took me six hours to do, which is why we don't have any more YouTube episodes. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I feel like we had something to tell everyone on the podcast this week. Uh, that you're all fantastic. Yeah. And we think you're all brilliant. Thanks yeah. for coming. We'll see you all next week. The end. <laughs> was that it? No, I'm sure that was something that we were, I thought in my head like we could tell people. Did you? Yeah. Happy Christmas. <gasps> Happy Christmas. When? Five weeks today, getting married. Is that what it was? It is. Not was. It is. Present not, tense. We bring this out on a Monday, so it'll be five weeks yesterday. Four weeks and six days. Whoa. Month and six days. Whoa. It's exciting, isn't it? That's scary. You get a little sicky feeling in your stomach. What? Like. <laughs> I nearly vomited. Yeah, that's not very nice, is it? Well, isn't that a good vomit? A good vomit. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a positive vomit. Positive vomit. Yeah. Remember tactical vomits back in the day? <laughs> no. No idea what you're on about. <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Why were they a thing? Why Why was teenage years a thing? What, being a teenager? Yeah. Well, if we didn't, we'd never I'm be really right now. I'm really concerned that you can hear Reggie licking my hand on the You podcast. will be able to. It's well loud. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. It's disgusting. <laughs> well... <laughs> And there we go. That is why we don't do anything complex. There was a recording of me and now it stopped because Jen's alarm went off. Started, yeah. That's right then. Right, this week, what are we chatting about, Jen K? We are chatting about how to have the quote-unquote perfect diet. Love that. It's a very clickbaity title, isn't it? Yeah. What we like. Oh, if you've known us for a while now, you probably know what the answer is going to be. Hmm. There ain't one. Oh, I thought it was meal plans. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, we know this from the people that we've worked with and we know this from social media, but diets tend to condition us to believe that we're not doing enough, don't mm. they? Like you, you're just not doing enough right now. You need, you need to be doing more. And it's just that constant pursuit of you need to not even do more. You need to have done more. Like it's not even what you're going to do, what you want to do or anything. It's more about the fact that like, that constant feeling of I've just not done enough. Like I, yeah. I haven't done enough steps and I've not eaten the right foods and I've not exercised enough and therefore I've failed. Like I've absolutely definitely 100% failed. And all of that and all that ever does is take us down a path of all or nothing thinking. Because when we are, I'll throw some numbers on it to make sense. When we are told, you know, you have to eat 1,200 calories or a certain amount of sins, when you're told you need to do 10,000 steps and exercise every single day, that becomes the the minimum and the benchmark and anything less than that if you move a little bit less you failed if you eat a little bit more you failed and so you 
fall into that trap of all or nothing thinking. Everything you do has to be that. And if it isn't that, then you failed and you may as well do nothing. Which is why a lot of people will start their diet on a Monday and then by Wednesday it's like, well, I can't keep doing that so therefore I failed. I'm not good enough and I may as well stop. I think it gets really confusing in terms of like when you've done multiple diets as well like the perfect diet gets confused because you end up trying to merge all Mm. these different things and figure out what it is actually like based on all the information that you've got from all these different things like what actually is the perfect diet like that one told me it was this and that one told me it was this and then you end up getting so confused and overwhelmed i had a call with someone once and she said phil she said i'm confused because one diet told me i had to have breakfast another one told me i wasn't allowed breakfast so whether i have breakfast or not i've done something wrong yeah. I've messed up on one of the diets. She's like, yeah. I can't get it right. I can't win. I can't do anything that works when it comes to breakfast because I'm either supposed to have it or I'm not supposed to have it. And every time I do the other one, I think of the other one and how I failed that one. It's man, it's honestly madness. Like, mm. and is any is there any wonder that we end up then like massively confused about yeah. what we need to eat because, or like feeling like we've never done enough because you feel like you're eating in one way that feels right, but then actually you've got those voices creeping in from that other diet that makes you feel like you've still not done enough because you've not done that thing that that other one said. So it's just like you end up on this whole like spiral of failure, essentially, don't you? Can you see how I've failed with the podcast notes today? Have you noticed yet? No. So for these, those who don't know, we, we make like little podcasts oh, just, just to make sure that we have like a segue to each section just so we don't forget anything or don't like miss anything out. Got to give some valuable content and stuff. At some point. And <laughs> I put a little letter next to each paragraph or sentence to make sure that we know who's going to start that bit and I've put my letter P. My letter P. The letter P. <laughs> next to all of them. <laughs> so I'm just starting everything. So Jen doesn't need to be here this week. Sorry, Jen. Hello. <laughs> Me and Reggie will go and have a cuddle on the couch. Tell you what, tell you what I'll do. What? Just, I'll, I'll let you do the next one. <gasps> Thank you. And even the one after that if you want, because I'm going to put you on the spot after that. So <laughs> do you want to just speak for Jen ages? Take over now. Do you want to speak for ages? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, that's what I do best. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I asked. That's mm-hmm. what you do every week. But I think the thing is, we need to like let go of this idea that there is a perfect diet. And because I see this holding so many people back, like... They are quite literally not doing what they like, stopping themselves from hitting their full potential because they're trying so hard to like have this perfect diet. It literally doesn't exist. If you're looking for that perfect way of eating that like looks shiny and amazing and is going to get you the results that you want to get, like you're literally striving for something that doesn't exist. People can and do thrive on a variety of different foods, variety of different eating patterns, movement patterns. Like it is literally all about finding what works for you as an individual. And that's why we take that really individual process so that we can, because there's so many things that influence the way that we eat from like our lifestyles, the way that we think, the way that we've grown up. Um, the diets that we've done, the habits that we currently have, like there's so many different contributing factors to the way that we eat. And it really is just about finding the way that works for you as as an individual so that you can navigate life's challenges, you can keep moving towards your goals and you can fuel your body in a way that gives you energy and makes you feel good whilst you're doing that. 100%. It is so, so rare that two people have a even, I was going to say the same plan, even similar, like mm-hmm. even a similar plan, because it's simply impossible to do that. If you've got, even if you've got the exact same goals as someone else, you've probably got different challenges. 
And even if you've got the exact same goals and challenges, you've probably got a different lifestyle. And if you've got all the same goals, challenges and lifestyle, you've probably still got a different personality trait or a different way that you do things or a different behavior or something that you did differently 20, 30, 40 years ago. So because of all those different things that we have to take into consideration, just because something worked for someone else, it doesn't mean we're just going to copy and paste it and give it to you because they're not going to work. No. And this is why, and this hopefully will be a little bit of a light bulb moment, this is why when you go to, you know, I'm not going to name any names, it doesn't matter, Slimming World, when you go there, <laughs> when you go and you see people succeeding, that's because the plan for them in that moment, in their life, at that time, worked for the few weeks that they was doing it. It won't later on because they've not learned how to navigate challenges and uh, how to overcome and manage things that happen in life. But it's why you then feel like a failure because you're like, well, they're doing it and it works for them. But let's say there's 30 people in a group and it's working for four of them and the other 26 it isn't working for. It's only going to work for those four for a period of time until it then becomes too challenging and it stops working for them four. But it works for a different six people. And all you see is the four that it's working for, then the six that it's working for, then the two that it's working for. And it never works for you. And you're like, why am I never that person? You don't want to become that person because when you become that person, it only works for two, three weeks or months. And then you're like, why is it not working for me anymore? We just end up in this battle fighting against like, it worked for them and it worked for me once as well. Why is it not still working now? And it's simply because you've been given a plan that only works for a short period of time when things are easy. Certainly doesn't work when things are challenging and definitely doesn't work long term because you're not learning how to manage and overcome all the challenges of life, time and energy and family and work and stress and sleep and boredom and winter and summer and the differences that a Monday is to a Wednesday. Like, there's too many other challenges. And that's why it's not as simple as go and track your calories, go and track your sins, go and do this, go and do that. You are doing enough. You are. It's just you're being told that you need to do more all the time. And then you're hardwired to believe, oh, I need to be doing more then to achieve X, Y, and Z. And it simply isn't true. And so, you know we love raising awareness, mm. but we also love giving a solution that you can walk away with an action. A practical one. A practical one. So, what we want you to do is, every time you catch yourself feeling like, oh, I should be doing this, or I've not done that, or like, I should have done this, I'm, I'm not eating that way, like, oh, I've done that, whatever it may be, we want you to kind of bring yourself back in. And we want you to start focusing on the things that actually you are doing right now because it can be really easy to just miss what you're doing. And one of the big things we always say is you're right where you need to be right now in this moment. And if we can appreciate that and understand that the reason that we are eating and the, the relationship we have in the, with our food at this moment in time is where we need to be now and appreciate that and understand that that is enough, we are able to really start making change because we can start focusing on the things that we are doing and how we can build on those. And, and just to kind of highlight, like when we appreciate we are enough, it doesn't mean that we can't want to strive to improve ourselves and improve our diet, but it's just knowing that right now what you're doing is enough and that you are right where you need to be on your journey. So maybe just even grab a pen and paper, some notes right now and just, just think about what you are doing. Like, are you planning your food? Are you actually cooking some meals from fresh right now? Are you um, getting some vegetables in your meals to allow you to give you that little boost? Are you, um, have you, sorry, reduced the amount of takeaways that you've eaten? Like, appreciate all the things that you are doing or have done to already change your diet and then think, what's my next little step right now? Like, what's the next little thing that I could add on that I could move towards 
that place that I want to be whilst also appreciating that I'm doing a lot of really great stuff with my diet right now and I have done um and I think that is one of the biggest things that it's quite freeing when you let go of this idea that we should be doing more like we can just appreciate what we are doing because a lot of the time that belief that we should be doing more is the thing that's stopping us from making change absolutely mic drop Boom. Should I put you on the spot? That was really quick. Right. Well, it worked. <laughs> did it? <laughs> and tell us, did it work? Let us know, did it work? No, I mean, it doesn't need to be, don't need to be a friend hour explaining a point that takes 10 minutes, do we? No. We just didn't do much waffling. I think we got straight to the point, did it? Oh, we'll do some waffling now. Oh, will we? Yeah, I've got a right good question for you. Okay. It's going to be great. I've got a joke as well for you this week. What's the joke? I have to find it on my phone. That means I have to stop recording. Oh. I'll find it for next week. Sorry, Jonesy. I'll, I'll ask her next week. I thought you already knew it. You said I've heard it before. I know, but it's the way you word it. It has to be oh, correct. Right. It doesn't make sense. I mean, like all jokes, obviously, but like this one, I always get wrong. But you have heard it, but I'm going to give you another week to forget about it. Okay, thank you. Right, this week's on the spot question, Jen Kay. Yeah. Have you made it up at the top of your head? Yes. Okay. Out the top of my head. I, oh, <laughs> he just opened it all up. <laughs> Couldn't see anything in there and I put this in there. So, if you could do a Bush Tucker trial with one other celebrity, who would it be and why? Oh, excellent. Oh, thanks. A, a Bush Tucker trial with one other celebrity? Is this you filling time? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's exactly right. what I said, yes. So, I'll, I'll do you want to know the question was going to be? What? If you had to host I'm a Celebrity, would you do it with Ant or Deck? Oh, I love that question. But then I was like, you can't, can you? Because you're neither Ant or Deck, so it wouldn't no. be the same. It wouldn't be as funny, would it? Also, Ant and Deck, we were talking about this the other day, mm. like, their jokes are absolutely abysmal. Tremendous. But somehow they get away with it. They're worse than mine. They... <laughs> mine's terrible. They get away with it, they don't make me cringe, and I laugh. Yeah. How... Madness. Anyone else and I would be like, oh my goodness, this is awful. <laughs> um, right, so my one other celebrity. I've got a category in which I would like it to be, but I can't think of the specific person. So I think I would like it to be an athlete. Oh, because they'd be good. Yeah, well, athletes so are competitive. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> athletes are competitive, aren't they? I'm very competitive and I like to win, therefore I'd like someone who would like to win. Yeah, you don't want to be with someone who's like, oh, I don't want to do this. One. No. So I feel like I can achieve a lot. Even though I wouldn't like to do a lot of um, the Bush Tucker trials, I feel like my competitive edge would kick in mm. and I would do stuff that I didn't even think was possible. And therefore, I need someone who is at an even higher level of that that would encourage me to do it. Aunt Middleton. <gasps> yes, that is such a good one. Fear I doesn't exist. I think if you did it with Aunt Middleton, you wouldn't have to do anything. I reckon it could work for two people. <laughs> He'd just be like, right, you sit over there, I've got this sorted. You've absolutely hit the nail on the head for the person that I had in my head that I just couldn't think of the specific person. It's that like is exactly well. who I want. It's like I met you before. <laughs> we should get married. <laughs> Oh, what about five weeks time? <laughs> All right. Should we? Yeah, go on then. Oh, it's going to take a lot of planning though. Uh, it's all right, I got that covered. You have. Mm. Aunt Middleton. Aunt Middleton, yes, 100%. Also, there is the bonus that he's quite good looking as well. Is he? Oh, yeah, but he's a bit sharp for me. Aunt Middleton's good looking. I, I had no so. idea. I mean, everyone's good looking. I just mean like for you. <laughs> He's got a beard and dark No, I hair. genuinely believe that everybody in the world is good looking, just everybody for likes someone. to. Yeah. But like, um, I just didn't think you thought he was good looking. He's a bit short for me. 
personally. Right. That's really intrigued me. Why? Well, you've got a good head of her and I've not, so... Oh, Phil, don't be like that. Don't be like what? Stating facts. <laughs> you can fancy ladies that have got boobs and I've not. <laughs> it's changed my life. <laughs> no, Aunt Middleton, that's who I would like. Imagine. He'd just scream at you until you did it. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I, that's not how I'm motivated. I'm though. not either. No, it wouldn't work for me, that. But I feel like his grit and determination would keep me going. That's what I mean. He wouldn't scream at me. He'd just do it himself and I'd just start watching that. Cheers, <laughs> Ten stars for Cam. Nice one, Ann. We're having steaks tonight. Oh, I'd quite like to see him. I'm a slab, actually. Uh, yeah, he'll never go on to anything like that, will he? No, no. Because it could unravel some weaknesses that he doesn't have. So He doesn't have any? No. They don't exist. Fear doesn't exist. His book's really good if nobody's ever read it. Yeah. I like it and I also don't like it. It's a great book and it's really, really good, but you do just have to be careful reading books like that because they're a bit like, just do it. It's like, well, all right then. That's a bit simplified, mm-hmm. isn't it? But like, I do like, I have taken a lot from it in terms of like fear and I love that thought around fear. Fear doesn't exist. We create it and stuff like that. I do, I do like it, but I just think it's, it's a book, isn't it? So it's oversimplified. Do you know what I mean? I feel like some people could be triggered by it. Like, Imagine facing your greatest fear on your bush duck trial and Middleton's just sat next to you going, fear doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> you got about 20 widgets you grew up coming out of his mouth. And a neck like, that's not even the trial. What are you eating them for? You're supposed to be climbing into there and he's just like, I'm hungry. <laughs> fear doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, he'd be hey, a great a lot, guy to There's a lot of talk over that, isn't there? The what? animal cruelty is eating them alive. Which of your grubs are now? They eat a lot of animals. Well, and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, I can't think too much about it. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Hope you've had a great time listening to this episode. Hope you've taken something from it practically. And when it works, let us know. Oh, yeah. And this is, this is a game changer, this one. It is. I know I say that quite a lot. But it is. You've got if, a lot of game changers. Yeah, got a lot. Got a little, got a little pocket of game changers that we pull out every Big now and then. Big pocket of game changers. But yeah, thank you so much. Have yourself an absolutely spectacular week. If you want to share the podcast, I'll leave it a review or a rating. All of those things would be absolutely amazing. But if you just do one, then um, it would be nice. It would be a third nice as it would be if you did all three. <laughs> anyway, have a good one. I'll see Ride you all next week. Sing the team tune. I don't do that anymore, do I? Write the theme tunes in. No, that's how it used to sound when I used to do it. It doesn't doesn't sound as as write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, I've said bye three times. Have a good one. See you later. Ta-da.